Hey, Rewatchers, Keith here. As you may have noticed, we didn't yet release our Day 2 recap of last week's Highlander Convention in Lakeland, Florida. As many of you have heard, the convention was not what we had all hoped for and was plagued by management issues. As a result, the convention was underattended, and to say it was a disappointment would be an understatement. With all of that said, all of the guests were joys to hang out with and were consummate professionals throughout the whole ordeal. We also got to meet a lot of listeners of the Highlander Rewatch podcast. It was truly great to meet everyone and share our love of Highlander together. On Sunday, there was an incident at the convention regarding the payment of guests. This incident cast an even darker shadow on the weekend's events, and we felt it would be untimely to release our recap episode without some sort of explanation. If you're interested in a full recount of our experiences at the Highlander Convention, please check out the Notes section of our Facebook page. So, what follows is the brief recap of the second day's events. I'm sure you can hear the uncomfortable tone in all our voices, but we did our best to let you know what was going on. Stay tuned after the recap, and we'll let you know what's in store for Highlander Rewatched in the future. With that said, on with the show. Fart, 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 fart. Hey, rewatchers. It's Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. And welcome to this episode, this bonus episode of Highlander Rewatch. We are recording live from the Highlander 30th anniversary gathering in Lakeland, Florida. What's what's up, guys? What's Number, up? It's almost over. We're drinking whiskey. Yes, that's right. Drinking the whiskey. It's mm. helping. <laughs> uh, so we're here at day two. That's uh, right. Day two has featured, uh, let's see, what's been going on? Of course, a sword experience. Mm-hmm. A fully attended sword experience. Yeah. Uh, everyone coming out of that was like super pumped. A lot of people took it two times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and some repeat takers. So that should Repeat offenders. For the quality, yeah. We had some repeat offenders. Uh, but yes, everybody seemed pretty psyched about it. Even the people that took it twice. Totally. Uh, and then um, Anthony's been doing his whip class all afternoon, and mm-hmm. Efron is about to start his knife class. Yeah. Yeah, which sounds te- terrifying. Yeah, where he yeah. teaches you how to kill people. Like, for real. For real. Yeah. <laughs> for realsies. Yeah, at our, uh, at our panel yesterday, he was stressing that it's all genuine, real combat moves, the way he would teach them to, like, uh, police officers and soldiers and such. Yeah. Right. Uh, but one of the highlights of today was the, uh, there was a second panel uh, with uh, the cast of Highlander. Um, mm-hmm. Anthony couldn't be there because he was, hello, hello. Wow, I'm very sorry. Hello. Oh, it's maybe because the, Hello. There Whoa. it is. So, there it is, guys. It's dulcet tones. Um, nice. Uh, Anthony couldn't be there because he was in the middle of his sold-out whip class, which yeah. uh, is great. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> which, if you saw that video the other day, he is quite the whip master. He is. Whip it. Whip it good. Uh, but F. Braun McCash, uh, Elizabeth Grayson, and Adrian Paul were there, and the panel was moderated by the great John Mosby. No, uh, I, I was not there. You guys were there. What was the uh, what were the highlights? Well, this was a little more casual than the one Kyle, you and I went to. Um, there were some flight constraints, but they just basically went right to answering questions. Um, and it was a little like 
there were less sword questions that the one Kyle and I went to. It seemed pretty heavily focused on Adrian Paul, like sword fight stories. Right, which was which were interesting, but yeah. you know, that's only one facet of Highlander, obviously. Right. Um, but uh, Adrian Paul told some stories about pranks that were on set. Um, like he and Stan Kirch got into like a food fight. Yeah, he <laughs> like said with in pies with pies. And I was like, is this true? <laughs> like it sounds so it sounds cartoonish. Like, yeah. There were just pies everywhere. Yeah, and they where did all these pies come threw from? Pies everywhere, and it was like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, weird. Yeah. I think I think the truth lies somewhere in between. not e- not even in between. Like yeah. there was a this pie. Didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> this or, didn't happen. Or, or, or maybe they were throwing handfuls of pie at each other. Yeah, uh, that's true. Maybe. Hmm. That sounds believable. Yeah, or maybe it was just hostess pies. Oh, oh, like a little, some little tasty cakes. Yeah, yeah, some a little tasty, tasty cake. Let them eat yeah. tasty cake. That's Philadelphia right. Bastille Day. Uh, in Philadelphia on Bastille Day, they have a celebration on the walls of the Eastern State Penitentiary, which is this old castle-looking building, oldest prison in America, and they hurl tasty cakes, little coastist-like treats off the wall as they recreate the storming of the Bastille. Let yep. them eat tasty cake. That was a long explanation for a dumb reference. Ah, <laughs> uh, very good. Um, uh, Efron talked about, uh, they all talked about some new projects coming yeah, up, which was yeah. cool. So um, I think uh, most of those are pretty current. If you heard mm-hmm. our Elizabeth Grayson episode interview, uh, yep. go back if you haven't on SoundCloud uh, and check it out or iTunes or Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's doing a, like a documentary about dance, mm-hmm. uh, documentary about Lee Merriweather, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I think that's debuting, I think she said that's the one debuting this week or next yeah. week uh, at a LA Documentary Short Film Fest, which is cool. She's following that one with a documentary about Floyd Merriweather, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. it. <laughs> that that's good. not true. Sorry, <laughs> I approve. Uh, but yeah, well, stay tuned uh, on our page and definitely follow Flapper P- Press uh, on yeah. Twitter and Facebook uh, for more details on her projects. Mm-hmm. Um, Efron is writing what seems like a pretty crazy book. Uh, it's like it if was vampires were real. Well, it was a. I think he said the title, working title is duh, 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 for dummies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? And it is a like uh, how to be a dummy for like what, what you know those books that are it's like, like how to be like blank for dummies. Yeah, the blank for dummies with like, vampires. A satire of that, uh, but it also seems like it's definitely taking a lot of like inspir- like references Twilight, and it's it's told in the format of like kind of like Interview with the Vampire, the Anne Rice book. Like yeah. it's about a, a vampire is telling the story to the author, uh, but he got into some cool like stuff about like oh could a vampire exist based on evolutionary biology and like what creatures out there actually do things that vampires can do and live forever. Anyway, it sounded like a pretty fun project he's working yeah. on. So that's cool. And he sounds smart. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's a very engaging speaker. Yeah. He, I encourage anybody, if you can find any interview with him, to listen to it. Because he's, he's pretty darn entertaining. Or our interview, which we'll post yeah. soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, and then Adrian Paul is working on, I guess, his... Uh, directorial debut. Of a feature film. Yeah. He, uh, I guess, is directing, and he rewrote the script. I guess he received this project and has, I guess, tweaked it. Um, he didn't really give us too many details on it um it's called christmas story 2 right yeah and, and i was wondering is it like the number two or like t-o-o i don't know what, like in addition there was like already a hanukkah story and now yeah. there's a christmas story now too. Yeah. This one. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he said it was like a lovecraftian sort of like it's yeah. not what you're thinking it's gonna be <laughs> it sounded weird I was is like, this what? like cthulhu saves christmas yeah <laughs> 
you're a cultist, and then and all the normies are gonna like are not ushering in an era of madness. Only Cthulhu can help. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. And it's um, a, you did say Lovecraftian, right? And yeah, 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 yeah. He's no. a white supremacist. <laughs> yes, he he has some troubling uh, ideas yes. at HP. Um, so I assume that's not what this Christmas movie's about. I don't think so. Uh, but we had some uh, details. So, so one of the other questions was about like what was your least favorite episode to film? Oh, uh, and of yeah. course we all know the answer to this. You know the answer to this because it's everyone's least favorite episode, yep. uh, the Zone. Yeah. Um, he said the zone. He said the zone. Although, um, but he, although he said it was in season one. And it was in season two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, but um, one of the kind of interesting anecdotes that came out of that was uh, he was speaking of Clay Boris, who directed yeah. that. Uh, who was six, six, day, day, six Day Clay. Right, because yeah. uh, he got stuff done. But I guess, so he was a young guy at the time. Um, I guess I, I never really thought about how old Clay Boris was as a yeah. director. Um, but he was, you know an early up-and-coming director. Uh, and apparently, like, his student films, he would just cast them with his friends and stuff, uh, which is what you do when you have a student film. Uh, but there was a scene where, he, like, it required these people to beat up someone else. And so not really know how to do, like, effects to make it look real or whatever, they just beat the shit out of some guy. Yeah. Not some guy, some friend, some actor friend. Uh, and that was how they shot the movie. Um, and I guess Adrian Paul was hinting that that would happen like a lot on set, like yeah. stunt work, and like it's like just do it, and it's like no, you can't just do that, like that's dangerous. <laughs> you can't just beat a person, right? Right. Um, so that was kind of funny. I thought, uh, yeah, a little insight into the world of clay bars. He also did like a miming of it was like a little performance of him trying to jump on a horse. Yeah. That was weird. Like, apparently one time a horse wouldn't let him get on it. And he actually, like, put a chair on the stage and, like, hopped on it. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was cool to see Adrian Paul, you know, hopping around on stage. He's an entertaining guy. Playing his trade. Yeah. Um, They talked about, yeah, some pranks on set. And this is one I, I guess has been circulated before. I don't know if I knew about it, I think. But it was, like, they told Alexander Vandernoot, the first season that like cats were outlawed like in Vancouver like mm-hmm. and on set like you won't see them like they don't believe in them he, like anyway and then Wait, it, cats cats yeah because there there were no cats around like somehow she noticed that like she was like oh it's weird there's no cats because that's stuff you say like yeah it's like, it's like oh isn't that weird there's no cats I never like, isn't that yeah. weird there's no people here yeah <laughs> I was wondering that actually Lakeland's been an interesting I didn't notice any like giraffes around here. Yeah, that's like, a good point. Isn't like, that weird? Yeah, like, I know we've been all we've been silent on this this topic <laughs> up till now. Time, up till now, but this is a squeezy. Not many giraffes. Yeah, in, <laughs> sorry, I haven't seen like, any cats either. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of, that's yeah. even oh, man. No one talks about this stuff. Media blackouts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> media blackout. <laughs> Nothing makes my blood boil like the phrase "media blackout." So anyway, <laughs> um, I guess they then took like handfuls of like fur and like strew them about her dressing room and they were saying like that this cats were like taken away it was it seemed really yeah. crazy yep I, she was freaked out it I was it was hard to track the I story like, too. Yeah. Where, where'd they get the fur i don't know that's what i was like <laughs> i don't understand this that's prank. where all the stray cats yeah. went. and then i'm like where'd the fur come from <laughs> but wherever did the lights of fluid come from <laughs> i think this is interesting and something we should look for in the future um adrian told a story that's like 
tacitly involved to pranks, like just being kind of goofy on set. Uh, if you've listened to the show before, if you haven't, go back and listen to all the episodes. Come on, guys. Uh, but at, at some episode, I go on a boring tirade about the extended European cuts, and it all has to do. There's oh, debate yeah. about this because, yeah. like, some people are like, "Oh, it's because it's like, you know, nudity or whatever." And sometimes that's like partially true, but like, yeah, like it's true that the reason they filmed the nude scenes as bonus features is because of the video format. I'm obviously getting into the boring frames per second thing <laughs> again, but it's because the uh, it's PAL versus NTST formats of film. So they needed the episodes to actually be longer in Europe. Um, the actors knew that. So they knew which scenes were never going to be seen in America. And, of course, this was also before DVDs, Hulu, all this stuff yeah. where... You know, it's like it's like when, when actors do Japanese commercials in the past. It's like, oh, no one will ever see this. Yeah. Uh, so we should definitely keep an eye out because we, we know from the scripts which parts of the episodes are extended scenes that weren't put in the in the, the U.S. cut. They're all, like, super loose uh, because sometimes they're, like, partially improvised. Sometimes, like, he, he said, like, him and Stan Kirsch would just, like, instead of referring to each other as, like, oh, Richie, he'd be like, hey, dude. Like, like they would use those sort of phrases because then it would get... Uh, dubbed. either dubbed yeah. or subtitled and they would follow the script for the subtitles, not what they actually did so they would say like weird lines uh, that like are kind of out of character and like kind of loosey-goosey uh, because at the end the subtitles would actually be like, oh monsieur, like and yeah. be very proper, uh, like you should say or, or what the script would say Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was actually kind of cool, so we should keep out for, uh, a lookout for that in future episodes keep your eyes peeled like a banana peel. Kyle got to do some kung fu. Oh, yeah. There is a uh, Sifu Ark is his name. And I'm on a Sifu diet. <laughs> wah, wah, you, wah, when I see wah. fish, I pummel it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You kind of you brought that around. I kind of liked it. <laughs> Not bad. Um, but no, I got to do some Wing Chun kung fu. Like the... He said the Eep Man. I've never seen those movies, but I've seen clips from them, and they look awesome. That's a Donnie Yen. Yeah, Donnie Yen. It was in Highlander. Endgame. 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 <laughs> I always said the IP Man, which is made me think like the intellectual property man. Mm-hmm. IP address man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, that was totally awesome, and he gave like a cool little rundown. And it was super fluid, and I got to punch a like a Mokujin thing, mm-hmm. and it was awesome. Everything about it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Good time. And then uh, so tonight we're looking forward to a screening of uh, two Highlander fan films, Highlander Dark Places and Highlander The, the Watcher, Watcher. Uh, which are available on Blu-ray. Blu-ray. Uh, and you can go on their uh, respective Facebook pages, uh, facebook.com backslash The Watcher or Dark Places, to find those. And we had the opportunity to interview the makers of those films who... Uh, Stay tuned to the space to see those interviews. It'll be super cool. Yeah, we'll be talking about the movies and getting some inside info from the creators. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, I think that does about does it for Day Dose. Day Dose. Day Dose. Day Dose. Day Dose. Day Dose. Come in, we won't go home. <laughs> I, 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 too, I too one go home <laughs> very good well we've been your rewatchers thanks for joining us at the Highlander 30th anniversary convention I've been one of your rewatchers Keith and this is Kyle this is Amon bye see you bye hey rewatchers wasn't that a treat daylight come and me wanna go home indeed 
We want to thank all our listeners out there who have supported us on the podcast, on our Facebook page, and through our GoFundMe page. You are all a huge, integral part of the Highlander community, and we couldn't do this show without you. Every week, we do our best to make Highlander Rewatched a bigger and better show for you, the listener. We are super excited, after months of collaboration with Davis Panzer Productions, to finally be releasing our five-piece Highlander character magnet set. You can find the magnet set on the shop on our Facebook page, and we are seriously proud of them. Highlander Rewatched host Eamon did the incredible artwork, which we feel captures the spirit of the Highlander series. So head on over to our Facebook shop to grab your set today. Don't forget about our upcoming Highlander reboot contest, too. How would you reboot the original 1986 Highlander film? We want to know. Send Highlander Rewatched a 500-word reboot treatment, just like you are pitching a movie studio, and we are the producers. We will pick the best entries to read live on the podcast, and the very best treatment will win a great Highlander prize pack. The prize pack will include a brand new custom Highlander art, a 30th anniversary Highlander DVD, and more. Submit your 500-word proposal to HighlanderRewatched at gmail.com by December 31st to be considered. We can't wait to read your pitches on the air. There can be only one. Winner, that is. Finally, Highlander Rewatch is always looking forward. We can't wait for the new year and to tackle the oft-maligned Highlander 2 and delve into Season 3 of the series, where we get to meet some new characters and follow Highlander as it really hits its stride. We have some great stuff in store for you in the next few weeks, too, including some very exclusive celebrity interviews with some Highlander stars we haven't heard from in a while. And we will get you in the Yuletide spirit with a pretty great holiday special, too. Thanks again for all your support. I've been one of your rewatchers, Keith. Bye.